Hello fellow riders, this is your host Rusty James. It is Wednesday, October 11th, 2017, and this is The Ride. So as I make my way to work today, I'm getting texts from a coworker letting me know that there was a power glitch this morning and we have systems that are needing to be reset. You know, I didn't know where I was headed today as we talk. I knew it was going to be all over the map because I had all sorts of weird dreams and I was going to touch on some of that. But this situation with the electricity has me thinking... You know, there's a lot of systems that we have in our life. And sometimes in the environment can put a little stress on our system. The systems of our day, our family life, our education, our work, the relationships we have with our spouse. Life can put some stress on those things. And sometimes we get a little bit of a zap, a little bit of a lightning bolt to our normalcy and you know humans are resilient but there's times that you know enough's enough and something has to give and something might break now in the word of God it speaks about how we won't have more than we can take but man I tell you what there are times that I'm starting to want to wring the neck of the guy who wrote that line But then I realized it was inspired word of God, so I can't really wring God's neck. So what do I do? What do we do? When we're going through something that just seems beyond us, beyond our capability. Well, we're not going to face something beyond us unless God is there to fill in what's missing, to help us and bridge that gap so that we can come through to the other side. I said the other day, life's not unfair at times. And we don't know why. All we can do is rest in the knowledge that God is just and he will justify the situation in whatever way he does. So when life is getting you to the place of a breaking point, there's a decision to be made. Do we attempt to do it on our own? Or do we lean on the one who can be the one that bridges the gap? There's a lot of gaps. When I think about this electrical situation this morning, likely some of the problems that have occurred are because there were safety mechanisms in place so that the electricity, or lack of, wouldn't damage the system. And we're talking about our systems in our life, right? In a sense, the circuit breakers and the power conditioners and all those things in electric panels and those protector devices, they did their job. But ultimately what that meant is that the, that power that that system needed to function normally wasn't there. It might have been just a split second. It might have been for an hour. I don't know. I've got to find out in the case of my facility today. But those devices were there to protect the system from damage. They were bridging a gap. 
so to speak, and that's what God does. He bridges the gap between that world that is unfair and can put strain and pressure and shocks into your system. He's there as a mediator and a bridge protector. But for lack of a better picture, if you're the one holding onto the wheel and your car gets zapped, you might feel a little zap. But if God's holding the wheel, let him take the brunt of that, protect you from some of that. That doesn't mean that you have been unaffected. It's just that God has taken the heat. Now it's interesting right now, my colleague is going through a process of resetting some of the systems that were affected. And I guess I'd like to take this opportunity to say, when you've got your systems affected by a situation, you've gotten stressed out, you are beyond your capability. Whether God was a intermediary or whether you took the reins all yourself, you are now in a position of being affected. Let's put it that way. And now a reset is necessary. You might be in the middle of it right now, floundering. I don't even know which way is up. The turbulence of this situation is just, it's like I'm in a whitewater rapids and I don't even know which way is up. I understand. God knows which way is up and his hand is out there for you today, right now. He doesn't want us to be aimless and trying to figure it out on our own. He wants us to get into the groove of the word, into the place of steadiness, so that when life is going to knock you around, you at least have something steady that can keep your walk afloat. Like Peter walking on the water. The waves were there, but he was still walking. God's got his hand out to you today. He's saying, follow me. I won't leave you. I won't forsake you. And no matter what the storm is around you, I'll be with you. Keep your eyes on me. So that's part one. Part two is, I woke up this morning and I remembered that I am human. My body reminded me that I'm human and that I'm not as young as I was when I was uh, younger. Because I was a goofball and did a lot of kneeboarding and was very, very, very bad to my lower back when I was a teenager, I kind of messed up my discs in my lower back. Just as a note, I don't recommend kneeboarding. That's just my own personal two cents. Take it for what it's worth, parents. Find another sport for your youngster. Kneeboarding is going to mess up those lumbar discs. And down the road, your kid is going to say, Mom, Dad, why did you let me do that? But anyway, so I have a little bit of that idea with now and then. But I was in the shower, and I was reminded of this, I don't know, maybe we can call it a spiritual truth. 
maybe it's just a rusty truth. But let's walk this through a minute. One time, it seems really silly, but when you have back uh, discs that are prone to injury, it doesn't take a whole lot to set off an injury. Uh, If you can imagine, you have these discs in between your vertebrae, and if you have one that has some misshapenness to it, it's probably bulged in one spot, or there's scar tissue on it from many years of kneeboarding, or whatever, it can be very close to a nerve, and, and your body has a protection mechanism in it. So if I move in such a way to cause that disc to rub against a nerve, the body says, I think you're about to injure that nerve. I'm going to keep that from happening. And your body, without you even knowing about it, it's a beautiful thing of what God has created in us. Your body's muscles will spasm, lock down, and force that vertebrae from moving. And and all the muscles around that disc and nerve area from moving to protect that nerve. And that's painful. I have to tell myself whenever one of these situations happens, it's just my body trying to protect itself. But man, it debilitates you if it's low enough in your back. But it's there to protect you. So that's my backstory. The situation this morning is I'm, I'm realizing that for the last, I want to say, eight years, I do certain things, you know, when I'm drying off from the shower as far as how I move my body, especially when I'm drying my feet. It used to be when I was younger and more limber and all that stuff, you could just lean over, you know, like you're going to be standing but tie your shoes and lean fully over and tie your shoes. Forget that. That doesn't happen for me anymore. And that's okay. I have learned to adapt. But one time, about eight years ago, I was drying off like that. And when I went down to dry my feet my disc moved just enough to pinch one of those nerves and it sent me to the floor and I was seriously out of commission for a week easily a week why do I bring that up because today I was I've got one of those shower doors a a glass shower door and I squeegee it off after the shower and I've learned I can't just bend over and squeegee it off, you know, with that bend over motion that I was referring to before. I have to do the kneel thing where I'm keeping my back straight and all that. And it's fine. I've learned to adapt. And I bring it up because I thought, you know, as a Christian, shouldn't I be, you know, able to be in full health and and not have to worry about that because I'm doing it as a protection. I'm I'm doing I'm saving my back and not bending in ways that would potentially create an injury for me. I'm doing that on purpose. And I was wondering today, am I doing that out of fear? What's driving this behavior of mine? Am I fearful that I'm going to have another injury? I was trying to psychoanalyze the reasons behind my behavior because I realized that 
since that episode eight years ago, I'm always drawing myself off in a different way so that I don't potentially do that same injury again. And I'm thinking, well, shouldn't I be renewed? Shouldn't I be, you know, trusting God that I won't be injured again? You know, I did pray for healing, you know, the many times that I've had this injury happen. And I believe that God helped me through it, but I was still injured for a period of time. I mean, am I not trusting God? I mean, should I lean over and tie my shoes every morning just as a sign of defiance against my slipped disc? How should I approach it? I know this is silly, maybe, but it's reality, real world, everyday stuff. And you know, it's important. And I, and I thought, well, am I living in fear here? I know I'm not supposed to be living in fear. I'm supposed to be trusting God. And I feel like the Lord told me something right there in the shower this morning. And it wasn't that I was living in fear. It was I was living in acknowledgement in a wisdom, a learned, experienced wisdom of what my limits were. My, my human, physical limits. And I... It brought me peace, really, because I thought, you know, am I living in fear? Have I been doing that for so long that I'm just, every single thing that ever causes me to have a back injury, I'm never going to do that again. And eventually, by the time I'm old, I'm just sitting there, staring into space, not moving, because, you know, anything would have set it off, and I'm not going to do a thing. And I really got the sense that, yes, you might be fearful of a potential injury, but you're using wisdom in your behavior. Now it's important to hear that. Listen, I'm using this back example as how we should approach painful and rather sinful death-inducing behavior in our life. Many of us, myself included, have done things we know they're sinful, they're rebellious, And it's like leaning over to tie your shoe when you know your back's about to give out and you do it anyway. Every chance you get. And you know there's this potential there, but you haven't learned your lesson. The potential, what's the potential? The potential is that you could throw you down, you're going to be in pain in the systems of your life. And you're the one inducing it. It's not your environment. Your decision is making a potential problem happen and you keep going back to it. You haven't learned the lesson that I did about my back. I think psychologists talk about it in this term, that you're going to go back to that thing that might cause pain, but until the pain of going back to it is stronger than the resulting pain, you'll you'll keep going back. In my case, I've learned to actively avoid what could cause a debilitating condition in my system. So for me, I don't see it as fear anymore. I see it as wisdom speaking to me. Experience has told me a few things about where my limitations are. And when it comes to the other thing, those areas of our life that we keep going back to that we, we really shouldn't be, those thought patterns that we get into, What if? What if? What if? How come they did this? How come they did that? My life would be so much different if. There are limitations we have. 
where our limit is, God steps in right there. He's the bridge. He says, go no further into this this way that you've chosen. This way is going to bring you down. Don't go any further here. And he's like that safety protector I was talking about in the electrical panels. Don't go any further. Your system might have a shutdown. If that happens, you might have to do a reset. I mentioned this earlier. Reset. What the heck is that all about? Well, when you have this situation in your life, whatever it is, that reset is part of that learning process where you apply wisdom so the next time you get to that point, you you don't try to do things on your own, but you let God's wisdom reign. You let Him be Lord in that thing. That reset gets you to calibrate what it is you're going to trust in. You know, up until now I trusted in myself, but look what that got me. Now I'm going to reset my thinking, align better with God's words, and maybe I can avoid that thing. And now the environment that might be the same, you know, I might find myself in an environment where we have these issues, these stressful things, but now when they would have taken me out, God is there as the bridge to get me through. I'm throwing metaphors all over the place, you know. He's there to get you. He's the bridge that gets you over troubled waters. He's a circuit breaker that doesn't let you go too far and destroy your system. I told you, that's what happens when I have a wacky night of dreams. When it comes to my back, I, I, I thought, you know, maybe it's not a fear thing that I was so concerned about. Maybe it's just me feeling like whenever I protect my back to... to keep an injury from happening maybe I'm just not trusting God enough you know now I'm switching to the medical part so maybe I'm not trusting God enough for my ultimate healing I guess I've I'm old enough in the faith that at least my experience is if I push it and it doesn't take a whole lot to, to push over the edge with my back I could sneeze the wrong way and be out of commission for a week. I mean, that's happened before. I'm cautious and I'm careful. I take care of that thing that I know is weak at times. And there's times that my back gets to the point of strength and I forget that there's an underlying weakness there and I overexert and I cause an injury again or increase the potential for injury. And then a sneeze will take me out. Well, that's not wise. I've got to be cautious. I have a responsibility to my family to earn money, you know, protect and provide for them. And I can't do that easily, you know, if I'm laid out on my back. One might say, well, you don't have enough faith. Well, okay, I want to ask a question about that. So if you're in that camp, and you're saying to yourself, Rusty James, you don't have enough faith for God to heal your back. Well, I believe he can fully restore my back. I do. I believe he could. I believe he can. It hasn't happened yet. And this is what I say to somebody who wants to pull that card. What you tell the family of Lazarus the second time he died? What do you say to them? Could Jesus have saved Lazarus from death, 
the second time, the third time. Lazarus could still be alive right now. Why is he dead right now? Because there is an ultimate spiritual law that says there is appointed once a time for us to die. In Lazarus's case, God broke the rules. He said, well, this guy's going to get two chances. So I got a back that has a, a proneness to injury. I've learned to deal with it. I don't think it's not living in faith. I think it's just wisdom. I mean, what if somebody went to war and, heaven forbid, they lost their right arm. The arm, you know, they're right-handed and they lost their right arm. Do they say to themselves, you know, I feel like I'm just worthless. I don't have enough faith to believe that God can make me right with my right hand again. Well, yeah, God could actually create a miracle for you and you would have your right arm again. But if that doesn't happen, are you still going to trust God? Do you still have faith that God can heal other situations? Other physical situations or emotional, whatever? Yeah, I do. But there's certain things that might not. That's part of life. So I know I've been all over the map today. Long story boiled down into a sentence or two is make sure that you are becoming wise every day. Find out the things that uh, trip you up and learn to avoid them and have God be your bridge. Stay in the Word of God and live in peace. Pray for those who persecute you. We're all trying to figure it out. And I'm still working on it. I know you're still working on it. But every day we can get one step closer to a knowledge of Christ and a way to approach our life that's successful. That even though we're in a weird state of environment with stresses and everything else, we're able to cope and we're able to make it through to the other side because Christ is with us. Remember that always, okay? And I will see you on the flip.